0: And I'm Savannah Million. And this is Roboism, a podcast about all the ways in which the world will end. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're it's <pivoting>. about robots <laughs> and other things.
1: <laughs> oh man, we we we're, we we are pivoting a bit. I've got some stuff I want to talk about, but I haven't really Ooh. told you about it.
0: No, yeah, I have I also have some stuff that I haven't told you about.
1: Oh, roboism! The surprise! The surprise! As you know, perhaps the Olympics are happening. Uh, still, uh, I think so. Yes, cool. until the yes until the twenty fifth, uh, I- February twenty fifth, and we are recording February twenty second, according to my computer according (laughs) to technology
0: i'm aware of the olympics but i haven't been tuning in and i've also been trying to avoid black panther spoilers and i can't tell when people are talking about which one because i don't know it's like
1: there's a lot of attractive people and it's confusing yeah
0: and a lot of names that i haven't heard before so i just assume
1: that they're all Mm -hmm. spoilers this I, i i've come across a pleasant side effect of staying off social media because I have not yet seen Black Panther. Oh yeah, and now I'm like maybe I just shouldn't see Black. <laughs> maybe I should just wait to see Black Panther uh, and then stay off Twitter for for and until it comes out um, on iTunes. Yeah, the only problem with that is that you don't see Black Panther for a while. I know, and and the thing is, I was thinking maybe I should just. Uh, but I'm, I'm maybe I'm willing to take that, I'll, although I, I should buy. A ticket and then just not go because i want to support the movie i don't know i think you should just see it and then also not use twitter if you don't want to use twitter that's it's hard though. it is hard um that's where the gifts of the robots opening doors for each other are yeah it's true i like those a lot um
0: <laughs> uh, why are people so scared of Of robots opening doors for each other. I don't. I've I've been thinking about this a bit. So we have a um at work. This sorry, I'm doing an anecdote. I don't. I'm not. I'm I'm not sorry. I want an an anecdote. Good. Um. At work, we have a uh, – I work at a fully remote company, so we're all, like, um, sprawled out all over the, the country. And we have, um, for, like, some of our remote life culture things, we do a collaborative playlist every week that has a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week's theme is songs that have claps in them. And it, basically <laughs> anyone can contribute up to two songs, and then at the end of the week we, like, lock the playlist. And so it's been – it's, like, a fun little thing that we do. But uh, – um Spotify is, like, pretty good at picking up on, um, like music, you know, for—and they suggest if you, like—if you're a Spotify user and you're making a playlist, at the bottom of the playlist, Spotify is like, what about these songs? And it's usually Mm -hmm. pretty good for, like, genres— spotify started suggesting other songs that have clapping in them like it knew what we were doing and everyone like That's
1: so upsetting the reaction okay.
0: in the slack mm-hmm. channel was people are like well it's been nice yeah. like we're gonna we're, it's like everything's the world's ending obviously yeah. but it's so funny because it's such a like it, that is a very harmless uh mm-hmm. in technology i i mean you know in the grand R- relatively scheme of things but uh yeah the the like Uh, impulse reaction whenever something is just, like, a little too smart is, like, oh, (laughs) they're taking over. (laughs) Uh, I give up. Um, Yeah, I don't know. And that was the same reaction that we saw with the, the robot, the Boston Dynamics robot that could open the door. It's like... I love. We're done.
1: I, I love them so much. I I wonder actually because before we were recording, um, or maybe we were were recording. Everything is a blur. Uh, the <laughs> we we I was I was talking a bit about internalized misogyny and maybe eventually. I I want. Do you think we're gonna make robots hate themselves because we're like, <laughs> ooh, we're we're scared of you. Like I know that Spotify doesn't actually. It's 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 learning but it is not an artificial intelligence intelligence i know well, I know. but let's just say for the sake of argument that it becomes sentient and then it's sad because it was like i was just trying to help you find some good claps <laughs> there's a difference between
0: artificial intelligence sentience and uh like self-awareness like those are I, well, I mean, self-awareness and sentience are like similar, but but I mean, this is using it's like algorithmic, uh, like finding similar songs and and things and and I don't know
1: what I'm trying to say. Um, oh, I I know what you're trying to say. I, I'm I'm speaking to the t- Twitter because they've <laughs> they've made me grumpy. As well, <laughs> that's what Twitter does. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. No. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if. What if Spotify, if it had emotions, how I
1: would uh, <laughs> respond to that? <laughs> um, you, 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 are, are you saying it might be it might be a little spotty your feelings? Oh jeez, <laughs> woof. No, okay. Here's what I think. I I, I find
0: that um, having your your feelings hurt for for make if your if your whole purpose is to like make song suggestions, mm-hmm. then it would be. Um, not ideal to have your feelings hurt if a suggestion wasn't very well received. So I feel like Spotify would not be sad if it suggested a song that I didn't like.
1: So it, it, it that would it, be inefficient. <laughs> it would just take the. It, it, would, it would want the constructive criticism, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm, spotty. It's not afraid of failure. <laughs> it's just like, hmm, noted, interesting.
1: I like how um, I have. Pivoted from my pun and decided that uh, a sentient Spotify would choose the name Spotty, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a puppy. And you've also turned it into this confident artificial intelligence that <laughs> that is like, I am going to take these suggestions and learn. Thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be great if humans were more like that? Like, what, how, if you think about the whole the whole like dance we do with presents, you know, it's like mm-hmm. people people when they get you a present, sometimes like some givers want to get you a present that says something about them and less about what you want. You know, like, I'm the type of person who would give you this or whatever. And then you have to, like, say thank you, even though you don't want it or whatever. We have this whole, like, this, all of this dumb ritual around, like, politeness. And I feel like uh, robots would do away with that bold
1: stuff. <laughs> do you want to share your surprise first? I guess. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's oh, this, this article enthusiasm. made my brain
0: tired. I just oh. read I read an article on Fast Company that was uh, published on Valentine's Day um called The Silicon Valley Summer Camp Trying to Save Us From Extinction, which is a headline, let me tell you.
1: Mhm. But
0: basically um there's this uh like retreat thing that um uh, this guy founded that's called the NASA uh the Frontier Development Lab and um NASA is like behind it. Um and it's like essentially like a summer camp for um like private sector technology people to come apply their their brain powers um to solving like space problems, particularly uh like meteors and asteroids that might um endanger The planet and the article goes through some history of that and uh and some of the like the future the problems we face in the future and like ways in which ai could um and already is uh helping helping us like circumvent those and um it just gave me a just you know a smidge of existential dread as as one does when you read about all all of the asteroids (laughs) out there that uh threaten to just hit us anytime you know um
1: there's are, a lot. Are there actually a lot that are an immediate threat to
0: us? Kind of. Um, it's like, let me find... Let me, I, I was trying to like uh, take notes of the numbers in here. I can get you with some numbers.
1: I kept sort of popping in my head as you were preparing, and you just looked more upset each time I'm I looked in like, in the studio. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a doozy.
0: Slowly <laughs> crumpling in front of my computer. Uh Okay, so the first near-Earth asteroid, or NEA, was identified in 1898, and another 500 or so are found in the succeeding century. Um, Near-Earth means that uh, it has to be as close to the Earth as the sun is. Um, And with new instruments, astronomers have since discovered a total of... Uh, more than seventeen thousand NEAs, and about oh. half of the known NEAs have been found since two thousand ten, and another two thousand or so are discovered every year. Um, and recently, uh, a big asteroid hit Russia and hurt like um, twelve hundred people. Like nobody died, but oh uh, the the sonic wave like shattered glass and stuff. And so, um, and there's uh, uh, it says that one. Um, asteroid the size of the one that hit russia recently um comes around about every three decades so we were like the the one that hit russia was a big deal because like nobody died but if it had hit um like a more densely populated area or something people like it would have been really drastic so uh you know once every 30 years <laughs> that happens or uh yeah and then there's there's like just a bunch of other smaller things too i mean this article sorry it's just like all numbers i don't want to sit here and like read a bunch of numbers at people but um
1: i feel like people i i i, I I feel like people know that I'm engaging in a podcast because often I'm laughing, but I'm also just crumpling.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Here it is. Just this month, astronomers spotted an asteroid thought to be a bit larger than the one that hit Russia, and only a few days before it flew past us at a mere distance of 39,000 miles. By comparison, the moon is 238,900 miles from Earth. So oh, okay. like, we just had, we had a few days of like, oh, that's bad. And then, yeah. So whatever. Um, anyways, they're gonna use artificial intelligence to solve all the problems. Um, uh, yay! Have, Thanks, did, Silicon Valley. I'm so, oh so much gosh. faith in your abilities.
1: Did you know about this Russian meteor? beforehand also is it is it correct to call it a russian meteor because it's not it just landed in um, russia am i saying it correctly yeah i think it was
0: an asteroid when hold oh, on yeah, let it, me
1: oh. i'm scrolling i'm scrolling if only there was another Podcast on Relay FM that could mm-hmm. teach you about space. Oh wait, there's a "Liftoff" by Stephen Hackett, co-founder of Relay, and Jason Snell of Six Colors. Yeah, they probably know
0: more about this than me. Just after this one article of research that I did, um, it was a meteor. You're right. Sorry. Um, and it, oh no, uh, I, I have no idea. It happened in 2013, so I didn't know. I mean, if I read any headlines about this in 2013, I don't like recall them today. But um, I think. Like we probably would have known about it when it happened.
1: I feel like I would have remembered.
0: It didn't kill anyone. It, it just class. It like, smashed windows. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> it damaged buildings. I mean, I think it's like it's. It sounds like on par with like earthquake as far as damage goes, like a like a medium earthquake. <laughs>
1: I mean, what's a medium earthquake? An earthquake
0: is, that doesn't is, kill anyone.
1: Okay. Oh boy, nobody so, died. So, how exactly are robot? Is it is it the algorithms that are going to potentially help, or are we going to send it's like big the, dogs into space?
0: We're not. I don't know about that. Um, but we're we're using like uh, the fancy tech that's been in like Silicon Valley private sector stuff and applying it towards um, space, um, which doesn't always happen because I think I mean according to this article I don't know a whole lot about NASA but they're very um, uh, like safe in the the science that they pursue you know like it's um, and and this is more about like using uh, artificial intelligence um, experts to think about like how we can uh, better identify Like the meteors and asteroids out there, and if they're headed our way, and what we can do to stop them if they are, and having you know game plans for such things.
1: If there was an asteroid that theoretically was going to destroy human life on Earth, but going to let the rest of the planet thrive in its own own ways, would you? How how would you feel about that? Would you sad? Would I? I, mm, yeah, I guess I, I mean, I would be sad because of my own mortality and, right, and my cats. Oh, wait, no, my cats are fine. Never mind. (laughs) Would they be without humans to open up cans for them? Absolutely. I have thought about this long and hard. Okay, so, okay, cats are, dogs are the ones who, they're going to have a problem because they, they will not eat human flesh,
0: Cats where,
1: will. Oh yeah, I know that they're they're, go- they're going to be totally fine. And also, they dogs have different. They're they're bred for different things. So we've bred hunting out of some dogs, but cats are basically wild animals. <laughs> they are going yeah. to be fine if we are gone, um, unless they are locked into a home. But now that I'm thinking about it, my cats could absolutely escape if they wanted to. They're just smart enough to know that
0: this is where the warm is. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like my cat probably couldn't escape my house, um, but the other cats could probably
1: help her escape. Okay, that's and, quite a leap. There's well, I mean, there's going to be uh, uh, wild cats primarily uh, have prides, and they and you they're know. going to
0: dismantle the buildings brick by brick <laughs> and free oh, their brethren.
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, we we won't know until it happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh surprise surprise article. Um not really. As I've mentioned before, I have been watching the Olympics, but that, mm, that's a lie. I, I didn't know the Olympics were happening until I was in a bar and I'm like, those, those people are moving kind of funny. What's happening there? It was cross-country skiing, an activity that I did in high school for, a, as a winter sport, Um, not, not like competitively. We had to do it during gym class. I don't know why. How? It, right? I, I have no idea how this happened. I think maybe a rich parent at some point in the school's history donated dozens of pairs of cross country skis. Wow! And then uh, we we for PE, it was kind of like we had blocks of s- sports. Like, okay, now is when we are doing the dodgeball bit. Now we're doing the racquetball. Sure, sure. Or not racquetball. What's the what's what's the one that's tennis but bad? badminton yes oh it's even in the name how could I forget your brain knew where it was going <laughs> I did I did um and so we just kind of uh did that every winter on the football field in a big circle on the football field interesting mm-hmm. yeah uh <laughs> I went to a weird school but I I was looking at these cr- lovely graceful cross-country people moving around in a silly way uh and I'm like oh this this sport is essentially like how 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 to go fast with a piece of machinery, and they're they're kind of like cyborgish. But and oh, lo and behold, last year Wired published this article called "Every Olympian is kind of a cyborg."
0: Yeah, and every person yeah. is kind of a cyborg. And we've we've
1: talked about this where I I, I do believe that people essentially we're I accept it unless you are in a cabin. And have virtually no technology. You're you're a cyborg. Mm -hmm. Um, So this article was written by Margaret Rhodes last year. And she writes, Today's Olympic equipment, from physics-defying speed skating suits to algorithmically generated racing spikes to asymmetrical track bikes, are designed by labs, by researchers and engineers to maximize human potential today's elite athletes depend on these technologies and can't expect to score a medal without them. Most Olympic events have passed a significant inflection point. No longer do they test the medal of an elite athlete. Today, they test the medal of cyborgian cyborgian, <laughs> cyborgian athlete equipment dyads, which I, it feels a little bit like, oh, this this is not a test of strength. This is a test of machinery, which I'm kind of like, eh, don't know about that. But it is true that no Olympic athlete could perform without some sort of specialized uh, equipment that has been engineered for not not everyday use. Yeah, that's
0: interesting. Is the article arguing that, like, the Olympics is worse now because technology is no. too much a
1: part of it? No, it's wired, so it's very much, you okay. know, pro- like tech and and leaning and and it says like we're not talking about you know drug scandals or anything like that and they do recognize that a lot of this technology does make an athlete only like literally fractions of a second better than another athlete perhaps but it is something that you know people spend $30,000 on a on a bike that is you know they're that's I think there's one that is um it, it it's designed to lean left just like track bikes are designed to lean a certain way because that is the fastest you can go and it, it's wow it's it's mind-boggling um especially the thing that came to mind actually was swimming for me because there there's all this running gear that's supposed to make you faster My my favorite is nike has these little like flippery type things it, it's like does it make your feet aerodynamic no 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 it's it's uh, a. <laughs> I i think all of their shoes advertise some sort of like yes nike gives you gives you win oh that's nope, red bull that's, yep, red, that's yeah okay um but it, it's actually on the clothing and they're like little they look like little teeth and it comes in tape form and in like short form and shirt form and I, I i don't know how to describe it i'll put it in show notes they're just like little flippery teeth Okay. Uh, they're kind of upsetting looking actually <laughs> close up. What are can I Google it? Uh or I could turn my laptop around. Ooh, oh, ooh. they
0: do look like teeth.
1: Yeah, aren't they interesting? What do they do? They they uh help with wind flow when you are sure. uh <laughs> I mean <laughs> that was <laughs> that was more than a bit skeptical. Um I mean I believe I'm it. I know like to... swimmers like, shave
0: their whole bodies or or wax them or whatever, right? Because, like, hair will slow mm-hmm. you down. So, sure. Yeah, I believe that well, that makes a difference.
1: That's the crazy thing that I was thinking about swimming is that no swimmer could win. Like, Michael Phelps could not win a race if he did not have a body compression suit on. Like, swimmers are literally... Using special kinds of technology, not to, I mean, and it's not like glorified spanks. It's, they're being compressed in like certain areas of the chest or like a certain part of the thigh and it's, it's super bonkers. And, and don't get me wrong. I think it is very, very, very cool. Um, I'm, I'm, but I am kind of surprised that Wired wasn't like, we are, you know, this is only accessible to a very small amount of people but i i don't know i what i i i don't give many poops about the olympics other than i like that people come together and they feel good about things but i i kind of want there to be a cyborg olympics now like okay <laughs> and and this has been proposed before but like okay how many drugs can we put in our bodies how much can we <laughs> uh, no okay all right Hold, <laughs> i realize wait that. so you want you
0: want as your vision is an Olympics where people, like, modify, like, whoever can modify themselves the best,
1: basically, to yep. win. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not saying these Olympics, not the current Olympi- Olympics, but why is there not a sporting event that it's like, okay, how we want you to run as fast as you can in one direction and you can do it however the heck you want?
0: Isn't it, like, isn't that... Isn't that like monster truck rallies or whatever like there like there this exists like like there are competitions where people have to like build things and whatever you well build is the the winner,
1: but you're not building anything, you're just augmenting your body
0: I've, okay i'm I wanna bet that there's body augmentation competitions out there,
1: but not ones that are legal slash rec are not at
0: Olympic level.
1: And, Awareness and also, you know, these these are people, um, and and like no disrespect to them, they're doing crazy cool stuff, but they're just kind of people in their basements, like changing. It, it's like whose uh, tattoo can blink the fastest it's it's (laughs) you
0: (laughs) you want like you want an olympics where the person who has the like most intelligent body compression suit to win the Mm -hmm. swim race I
1: i want the smartest the person who is smartest in the room to win because they have figured out how to hack their body in the most interesting and effective way all right cool i i'm i'm uh
0: intrigued by this type and, of olympics
1: and and i i like i'm sure there does ne- there would need to be certain ground rules like okay you can put this much what's a what is a steroid that people put into their body like I don't there's so many that's the thing there's so many different uh, like kinds of steroids that's like yeah why don't we have a steroids Olympics but you need to figure out the right cocktail for each person and I'm sure there will be you would need regulations so that not everyone dies but uh, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm surprised that you're so so on board with this but that I'm sounds going, messy It well it is but I well, so same with Football? We we give each other yeah. concussions. No,
0: football and, is bad. I say abolish football. Yes, no I am, more.
1: I am so afraid of... I've, I've accepted that maybe one day I will have a child who's super into sports and I'm just going to have to learn a whole lot about something that isn't tennis. Or but you could I, draw the line
0: in football.
1: Yes. that That is a line that will be drawn. Like Play lacrosse. Also,
0: don't let your kids join the band because I know it happens on the bus to the games and it's not good. Wait. Wait, what? Oh, what? Uh, wait, wait. You guys didn't have, like, nasty band members, like, kissing on the bus? We did. Oh, I mean, we Some did. Some people got pregnant on that bus. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, that never... Drive your kids to the games. <laughs> I'm just... I'm kidding. I don't mean to sound... Or or have a gay kid, and they'll, they'll sit alone on the bus, have, lonely. Have a nerd kid that gets bullied yeah. and has no friends. And... Uh, it's another life hack. Yeah. <laughs> anyway...
0: <laughs> soccer is a superior sport to american football that's my hot take
1: don't at me savannah do you have any more fun surprises for me no oh well that's okay i guess i guess i guess we're done You're with so this episode meaty. then i know i really am oh uh, i'm i just was really excited for all your hot takes and really you just told me about hot rocks that are coming to the earth
0: to ruin us <laughs> that was a nice little joke you did there i
1: <laughs> i liked it oh thank you you did not express it with laughter I d- but by I'm, saying I'm, that I'm was a grinning funny... really wide though you can't tell i don't i don't look at people wondering from the yes yeah no. I'm, well I'm you like to ahead. have the authentic oh.
0: experience of a listener by mm-hmm. not seeing facial
1: expressions. i do so it I for you
0: it. people i do yeah. it for you yeah oh. you're really committed mm-hmm. dedication right
1: mm-hmm. oh well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um we'll, we'll do that part again later. Th- not yet. Not, I'm not going to thank you yet. First, <laughs> I'm going to say that you can find us on Twitter at at RoboismFM. And you can find me at, at Alex Cox, spelled C-O-X, not the other way. I'm at Savannah Million. And you can, all, you can find more of these episodes at Roboism.FM. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what else we say. What oh, do we say? Um,
0: you should join, consider joining the relay memberships if you go to the URL for memberships. Yeah, the re-
1: you know what, you don't need to hear, we don't need to pollute your brain space with the URL. Well, we Even don't. though it is relay.fm membership, but really, you should just look at the show notes because we we like putting together all the things that we've referenced and all of the great writers that we essentially were stealing their content and repurposing it for this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like to take other people's content and like dress it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All those those great puns mm-hmm. that you've grown to know and love. Yes. Oh, all right, this has been another episode of Roboism. I hope that you have enjoyed the stories about the rocks and the flippers and my slightly pro-steroid stance. <laughs> that <laughs> problematic take.: my, my new problematic take. I'm actually very interested, though. As always, please reach out if you know anything about this, because I just like to puke ideas. um, And then Savannah helps me clarify them. And also, listeners, are unless you're telling us what uh, trying to define AI, we really like hearing about everyone's expertise. (laughs)
0: Um, We do. So if you know any uh, types of steroids, please let Alex know through
1: Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) If if you have had any experience uh, augmenting your body legally with steroids, with, sport, with sport, legally legally for sports i'm i'm genuinely very interested um because i mean i i think about how uh well real quick like the one sport i know very little about is tennis um and there's a lot of technology that goes into the rackets um it's a bit it, it could be you know a bit of a racket itself no.
0: who are you i don't know bring the other alex back
1: all right well this how do we end these
0: this is existential dread the podcast <laughs> until I, next time
1: oh uh, i i'm alex cox and i'm savannah million and this has been roboism thank, thank you, you for listening. listening i'm so sorry <laughs> <That was fun. laughs> someone help
0: me someone save me
1: What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. You, why? Why are you sorry? How have you slighted me? I interrupted you. I, uh, because I couldn't hear you. I don't know if it (laughs) speaks. To the fact that you thought that you interrupted me, and it is, um, you know, internalized misogyny, or it's my own internalized misogyny because I didn't realize that I interrupted yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I, I think
0: I, that I definitely <laughs> interrupted you, and that anytime anyone interrupts anyone, they should apologize.
1: I ag- I agree. I'm just. Mm. Oh, I am recording, so <laughs> we can inter- we can figure this.
0: So we can have our interruption opinions. <laughs> Uh, published <laughs> to the cloud.